Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io/ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? There is a better way. Start the new year with otter.ai. Automatically get meeting notes. Otter.ai works for virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up on the web for free or download in the app stores. Otter.ai. That's O-T-T-E-R.ai. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I'm Micheline Maloof. And I'm Nadia Desi, licensed therapists and host of Getting Better, Stories of Mental Health. Join us for discussions with Megan Trainer, Chris Bosch, Rebel Wilson, and more. From discussing motherhood to immigrating to general mental health, our guests are awe-inspiring. We all struggle with the same things, so let's talk about it and destigmatize them. Find our new podcast, Getting Better, Stories of Mental Health, on iHeart, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tomorrow's Mega Millions jackpot is over $300 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player fine. <laughs> ah, yes. Another day, another great show. Uh, welcome to Money Making Conversation. My name is Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by their success because their stories can offer direction and help you reach your goals through your planning and committed effort. The Money-Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. 
Now, let's get this show rolling. My next guest was born in Newark, New Jersey. I've known him for a very long time. His cousin is Hall of Fame basketball player Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> While attending college, he majored in economic at Rutgers University. He's built one of the most diverse acting resumes in Hollywood, stand-up comedy specials, Access Hollywood, Rachel Ray, HBO's Insecure, game show host, films like Any Given Sunday and Love Jones, which is still my favorite movie that he has starred in. He is on the show to promote the new Netflix limited series, Self-Made, the Madam C.J. Walker story, which premieres March 20th on Netflix. It stars Academy Award winner Octavia Spencer, Blair Underwood, Tiffany Haddish. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the other star of Self-Made, the Madam C.J. Walker story, Bill Bellamy. Thank you for having me, Rashad, <laughs> man. It's just, you know, it's funny. You, you know, When you're working hard, you forget. I'll be forgetting how much stuff I've done. I just keep grinding. <laughs> hey, Bill, and Bill, and shorten it. I had to shorten it, okay? Because we all Yo, know. I'm being honest, man. It's just like, you know, it just, just hearing you say that, that, you know, the things that I've done, it just makes me realize that, you know, all the hard work is not in vain and that the passion for the, for the craft of acting and comedy has been my, you know, sort of my engine to my longevity because right. I just love doing it. Like, you know, it's not like work to me to, to, to be in projects and be funny and stuff like that. And I guess, you know, it's been a secret recipe to, you know, me being a success, you know, in a part of my blueprint in the entertainment business, you know, it's really special. Cause we see now so many comics and so many, uh, Comedic actors are not crossing over to be game show hosts, you know, led by Steve Harvey, Anthony Anderson, Michael Strahan. But let's go back mm -hmm. here. Let's go back to Def Comedy Jam when it popped off. Yeah. And then you yes, crossed sir. over to MTV. I'm talking about every comic in America was looking at you going, how you do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how did he do that? Like, how did he just jump a lane? <laughs> you know something, Bill? You went from, you went from booty call to MTV. Was it? What yeah, and was articulate and was natural. Talk about that journey right there, because we we take it for granted because what we see on TV nowadays, and we're going back to you know '92 when Def Jam popped off and the tours and everything, and to see your brand man cross over and look so comfortable because MTV was definitely you know a white music channel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it wasn't BET, and I was one of very few African Americans that had a place in that platform. You know. And, and it was, a, you know, and they took a chance, you know, um, honestly, Tracy Jordan, who was at that time, she was head of talent relations. She thought I was a really funny guy. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, you know, we need some humor. We need some, you know, some cool to, uh, come to MTV. And I was like, right. I was in the right place at the right time. Right. And, and what, what, what made it, what made it work for me was because I was a part of the culture. So just imagine, right. Def Comedy Jam was the hippest, newest, <laughs> coolest urban thing that, that hit the street. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and so, so everybody was tuning in every Friday night. Everybody was talking about it because we had never seen nothing like this before. Right. Where you mm -hmm. could watch TV for a half hour and you know you're going to laugh every minute of that half hour. You was going to be on the floor laughing, right? Absolutely. Running around, running around, slapping people. Running around. <laughs> you trying to record it on VHS, you know. <laughs> so I was a part of that explosion. And what people don't realize, another lucky thing that happened for me 
was I was the first comedian on the very first show of Death Comedy Jam. Mm -hmm. So I literally got all that exposure, like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And they re-air them at night, so... I got buzzed in the, you know, on the black hip hop stuff and mm -hmm. then turn around and got the most pop mainstream job known to man. Right. So right. my, <laughs> so my name exploded. It was like, I came out of a cannon. Mm -hmm. It was like, yo, this is dude named Bill Bellamy. Cause when I did a uh, deaf comedy jam, mm -hmm. people didn't really know my name. Right, they knew my right. jokes. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like, yo, you do the booty call, you do the call. Right. Right. They used to, they used to call me, uh, you, you Ralph Bellamy, right? <laughs> so, so, um, that MTV was a blessing because I got a chance to get exposed to everyone in America. And it wasn't just black folks. It was everybody. So I ended up getting the benefit of that exposure and I knew I had a purpose there. I wanted to represent us in the right way. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be no. I didn't want to be no cornball dude on there looking like you know. I, I wasn't a representative of of our culture. Absolutely. So it was very. It was very purposeful for me to go on there and take advantage of that situation and end up being the best choice because you know I started getting all the good interviews. Yes. You know I was. You know Janet Jackson. Yes. You know, Mariah yes. and Snoop and Dre and Tupac and Biggie. I was getting all the, mm -hmm. everybody that was hot in the culture came to me. Right. You know, it, so really, it I, really was, a, that, that, was a, that was a unique time yeah. for you as a talent, man. You know, but, but yeah. then, you know, the thing I loved about it is that, you know, that's why I mentioned your, your, your college education, because you came from the corporate world. Yeah, I, I, I was, I went to Rutgers, right? Mm -hmm. And. And this was the thing. I, I didn't know I was going to get into acting and entertainment like that. You know, I always had a love for it. I went to school um, for economics and marketing. My, mar my minor was marketing. Mm -hmm. My uh, major was economics. So I was more or less thinking about financing, entrepreneurship in mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. And get, get this. I, I, I did comedy like as a joke, messing around <laughs> in school. You know, you in college, it's like, man, we need a host. I was like, I'll host that thing. I could be funny. Right. And then the, and then the dude said, yeah, well, come on. I was like, huh? Oh, you, you serious? You want me to do it for real? So, right. <laughs> right, right, right. So I right. started hosting it. You know, you know how in college they got the little the little $5 talent shows and Absolutely. stuff like that. And mm -hmm. So, you know, we all we all been there. And um, I was still going to school, doing my thing, getting ready, you know, for my what I thought would be my corporate lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And, um once I started doing that comedy thing, it's like a, uh, it's, it's contagious. Like I was like, Oh my God, this is way more fun than anything I could imagine. It just, I just remember it made me happy. But like, you know, let's, let's, let's talk. Bill, now. You was doing mm -hmm. comedy in, in Newark in one of the toughest comedy clubs. Yes, sir. In the country. Now. See, people didn't know the backstory because everybody yeah, look at Bill Bellamy's suit, looking good, no smooth, hairstyle, articulate. But you was doing stand-up comedy in one of the toughest Nobody environments. understand it, right? It was so funny. You've been knowing me a long Because <laughs> everybody, my biggest thing was I didn't look like a comedian. That's what everybody kept saying. Right. You know? calling me a pretty boy and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, man, I'm trying to be funny. Forget all the looks. I don't care. But you can't control what you look like. I know I'm funny, right? Right, right, right. right. But, but the thing about it was, the best thing was, it made me become a real comedian because people underestimated me. 
Mm-hmm. So I had to prove something. I had something to prove. I had a chip on my shoulder, and I had the best workout club in the country, which yes, was sir. the Peppermint. Ooh. Everybody, everybody did my club from uh, name anybody yes. from Steve Harvey to yeah. Sid to to to, to uh, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, right. uh, Tracy Morgan, everybody, JB Smooth. They all had to do my club. And, um, but that audience, though, that. but that audience, though, Bill, those, that audience wasn't the regular audience, though. Oh, yeah. They was damn near. They was damn near from the uh, from the Apollo. They was like recruited at the Apollo. It came to my club, the boo people. They was ridiculous. <laughs> that's why I love. Ridiculous. That's why that's why I love about my show. I get to, you know, because everybody see you now. But the journey is what I love to tell people about, you know, that yes. history and, and your history making talent because that suit look that you carried, you know, brought on, that was your brand. And that brand yeah. has, has allowed you to be a host on Access, be a host with Rachel Ray, to be a host. You, you know, you, you, your ability to look professional, look like a corporate yeah. guy, and then you could swing and be just a regular street guy. That was a nice balance for your brand, correct? And that was, yes, and that was actually on purpose because that corporate world taught me that when you are successful, you have to look like the success you're presenting and you have to feel authentic. And most brands, this is where my college came in to help me create my own brand in my my career, is that most brands that are successful are relatable, they are reliable, and they are consistent. And you have to have that. So it was important that I look a certain way. It was important that every time you saw me, I was really, really funny. Right. And I had to have the same, I had to show up and show out every time the same way. Like I had to always keep bringing it, bringing it, bringing it. But what ended up happening, people started relating to it and started expecting that. So they would say, oh, yeah, that's the dude that wear the suits. Oh, that's the dude that's right. clean. That's, you know, they, they had something they thought about me. You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. And, and, that, and that ended up being a really great thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize, and we didn't talk about it in the early 90s, but we were brands. There were, you know, Def Comedy Jam was a brand mm-hmm. that helped us be branded the best comedies, comics in the country. Yes. Because literally... Def Comedy Jam stamped you as one of the best comics in the country. You know, it, it was really beautiful, man, just, you know, because I was a part of that journey and watching you just yes. break out, you know, watching Bernie break out, but just watching you because you were uniquely different from us because, you know, you were a, you were a, a talk show guy. You was articulate. You know, you look like you could be selling a toothpaste, you know, selling, yeah. <laughs> selling Tide, yeah. you know, selling cars. You know, that was your, that was, that was the cool thing about it. Cause when I hear Bill Bailey was hosting the tour, you know, Def Comedy Jam tour, that was a natural because your gifts allowed you to walk out there confidently. What did that confidence come from? Was it the days at Peppermint? Was it the way you were brought up? What did that confidence come from, Bill? Well, a lot of it was, a lot of it was the practice and the hard work, mm-hmm. you know, at the Peppermint and having a room to to work out and see, because most guys don't realize, you know, as comics, it's hard to get set when you're young and you're new. You know, everyone won't give you a lot of time. You get 10 minutes, you get five minutes, you know, stuff like that. But the, what I got lucky was I had a room where I could work out every week <laughs> and do jokes and improv and like, yes. you know, make a bad joke that don't work, go back and fix it. You know what I'm saying? So I had a chance to get good. 
Yes. So when they when when the opportunity came, I was literally ready. Yes. Like I was I was good on my feet. Yes. So like I could host the show because you when you hosting the show, you got to be good on your feet. Anything could go wrong. Yes. You know, you might have to ad lib a little bit. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that all those skills came back to be an attribute um, to help me. You know seem very seamless on TV. I was and I prepared like I always was very prepared for my interviews. I didn't take it for granted. Mm -hmm. I made sure I really knew the people that I was, you know, talking to, to mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I not so that I could talk to them. Just like you really know me, you know yes. what I'm saying? It's not like an interview. It's just like kicking it with your boy, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, now so, I'm talking to my boy, Bill Bellamy. Yeah. He's uh starting a new <laughs> Netflix limited series uh Self-Made, the Madam C.J. Walker story. Before we get into yeah. the actual uh, gut of the show, let's talk about two very key executive producers who producers who own this show, LeBron James and Maverick Carter. You yeah. know, these two individuals uh, who are showing that being an athlete or being the uh, person who's uh, working with the athlete in the, uh, in the uh, management side and the uh, agency side, that's Maverick Carter. How important is, do you feel their roles played in this uh, project being uh, greenlit? Well, I think it, it was, first of all, it's a lot of reasons why this project was got made. It's one of the most, Madam C.J. Walker is one of the most prolific women in American history. Absolutely. She also is obviously African-American, but it, it's just a story that's inspiring for women. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure Octavia wanted to do this passion project. Yes. Um, teamed up with LeBron and Maverick and those guys, and they, they, they wanted to do it as well. And it's like, when you use your leverage, you got the stars, you got the passion, <laughs> yes. and we got the project. You and, the social media, and the social media. And the social media. Yeah, because they already know we can promote it. They already know it's a great story. They already know we got talented actors, and we got the stars and the power. So we everyone put their put their Superman suit on and we made a, a great limited series. Like mm -hmm. I think people are going to be buzzing about it. It's coming out March 20th. You're going to start, you know, we, you're going to see a bunch of press. You're going to see me, mm -hmm. Octavia Spencer, Tiffany Haddish, Blair Underwood, Carmen and Jogo. We all going to be doing something. Casey Lemons, who is the director. She also directed Harriet. Mm -hmm. So her movie was just nominated for an Oscar. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we got all this, all this great power. We did, this is what I hope we can continue to do mm -hmm. in the business of mm -hmm. entertainment mm -hmm. is tell our stories and um, team up together and, and make, make stuff that, you know, like the love Jones, like Madam CJ Walker classics, you know, that, you know, we can look back and be proud of, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be in this project where people are going to say, well, dang, how Bill Bellamy, Bill, Bill Bellamy did that too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're talking about my man Bill Bellamy. We're going to be right back. You listen to Money Making Conversation. We're going to get more detail about the movie. About a man who has a blessed career because he's a blessed talent. He's a one of a kind. I just feel fortunate I've known this young man and watch him grow. He's watching me grow. And uh, to be on my show today is, a, as they say, a turning point as uh, one, you know, changing lanes, my brother. I'm hosting and he talking. <laughs> Money. It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to midnight mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. 
Send warm wishes with cozy fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. Or treat them to everyone's favorite activewear from top brands like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Whether your event needed one room or an entire conference center, Hopin has revolutionized the way people come together. With Hopin, you can host a fully-fledged digital meetup complete with one-on-one meetings, hands-on sessions, and expo booths. And because everything is hosted in a single, easy-to-use platform, it can be as big or small as you want, remain convenient for anyone who wants to attend, and give you access to data you never would have known otherwise. Visit Hopin.com to learn more and get started. Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? Start the new year with otter.ai to generate automatic notes for meetings, interviews, or lectures. With otter.ai, you can search the meeting notes, insert images, play back the audio, and share them with your friends or coworkers. You can capture action items, remember meeting details, and keep everyone informed. Otter.ai works for in-person or virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up for free at otter.ai or download the app for free. Otter.ai, that's O. Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money Making Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time you stop thinking about your dreams and put some plans into action. Hi, you're listening to Rashawn McDonald, and this is Money Making Conversation. I'm your host. Self made, the Madam C.J. Walker story. Um, Bill is one of the stars of that project that uh, comes out. Uh, it's just a Television limited television series on Netflix, March twentieth. Bill, um, you know when you get engaged, you start talking about the the, the power of a particular project like this. The you know hair care business, which you know is so still so dominant today. She was the yes, first self made. I mean, wasn't inherited self made female millionaire. You know, in that yes. time, which is crazy when you think about early nineteen hundreds. How the hell did she do it? That's what I'm. <laughs> I still can't believe it. I know. You this know, but, is no Martin Luther King Jr., no Malcolm X. Yes, we talking early 1900s, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was driving and around she, in the cars, had the the coats, everything. She was she was looking like yeah. she was rich too. That was the cool thing she about. Was the, she was the first Oprah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And so, so when you when you when you when you look at the talent involved, you know. You know, like you mentioned, like uh, Tavia Spencer, you got your boy. See, it's, it's certain African-American men who look like they could have lived in that era. You know what I'm saying? And Bill yeah. Bellamy and Blair Underwood, they look like they could have been rolling back there. Hop out Wait. the car looking normal. Looking normal. Wait, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what's so crazy that you just said that, right? Mm-hmm. So the, so just imagine it's the early 1900s. Right. Black, black people dressed so fly. We yes. were very meticulous. Right. Very. We were suited and booted. Mm-hmm. I mean, the suits, the fabrics. I don't know what we had the money, but we was just <laughs> clean, right? When I went to wardrobe and put on this, these amazing suits, right? I felt like I, I always said this must be my great grandfather. Yes. I, I, I felt like I was like, this is what my great grandfather looked like. Right. 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 Because when you see me. When I the way I look, like you gonna be like, yep, 
he could have he could have been in the nineteen oh nineteen twelve. Just walk out the house. I'm just a bit when when it, when it was announced, you was a part of it. See, that's what I was say. You know, great casting makes a great series. You know what I'm saying? And yes, and sir. you know you know look, I, I'm a cat. I've cast enough talent to people to go. He's perfect for that role, Blair Underwood. He's perfect. We don't have to mess with the hair. Don't have to do no powder, makeup, nothing. They got the walk. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? Just walk out there. Just walk out there. Be yourself, brother. You look like because back then, like you said, man. You know, black barbers. You know, used to all have white. Used to walk to go to barbers, barber shops, and suits. We used to look really good, man. And how we good, approach ourselves when we walked out in public. And we were well groomed. We it was a, it was an era. It was a style that was really imminent at that time, you know, where you had top hats, we had the ladies dressed in these beautiful flowing dresses. Right. Even the ladies wore nice hats sometimes, you know, with a little flower on it and stuff. Like so when you go back and you look how elegant we were, mm-hmm. you know, we were very elegant and stylish people. So I was just like, dang man, it felt like we went back in time, be honest with you. I felt like I got a chance to go in a time machine and just go back and see all my cousins in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's beautiful because of the fact that, you know, you're naturally funny, Bill. And this is a drama. This is a drama. Okay. But you yeah. always going to put that Bill Bellamy spin. That's what I love about you. You know, you're going you gonna to find a way to bring some natural humor. And that's one of the yes. reasons why you were cast. Because, you know, you don't want something to be just, you know, like that was a bad time, a sad time for black people. We're just telling the story right. about a, a person who... Who had limited education skills, you know, had to teach herself yeah. how to read and write, you know what I'm saying? And uh, mm-hmm. was motivated through the hair care business, which, I, which, which really is amazing that way back then, you know, she figured it out. And today we're still, you know, in the billion dollar industry. You look at things like Essence and the owner of Essence, you know, is, is in the billion dollar hair care business and things like that. So, so that really is a, it's kind of like a time machine. when you look at what's happening today and what happened back then, when you was telling that story, that black people care about how they look, especially women. Absolutely. Especially women. And to this day, it's a part of our culture. It's a need. Um, Madam CG Walker saw that there was a need and her, 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 her purpose or her mission statement was to make black women feel beautiful yes. and black women that look like her. And everyone said, no, no, you can't do that. You got to do it this way. You got to do it that way. She had a vision in her mind that she wanted to, to be this way. And she kept chipping at it till she got it the way she wanted. And that to me was like the pioneering part about it. And my character is, I play a guy named sweetness, sweetness, is that hustler? Yeah. That, um, the name right that there. To, the name yeah. right there. Come on now, Bill. Sweetness. Come on now. Come on now. Uh, I knew I'm they cast that. you right. <laughs> yeah, they they wanted they wanted it, man. You know what I'm I had to go put it on them. They said uh, they needed that person that was going to bring that that kind of suave sort of uh, you know sort of dangerous part of yes. What the, what the street side of St. Louis was, you know, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so basically, my character was a numbers runner. You know, he the dude that came up in the in the barber shop mm-hmm. with the piece of paper mm-hmm. and wrote the numbers down and played the horses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was always selling something, right, right. But he but see the thing about it is a lot of people don't get get it that the hustler is a salesman. The hustler the hustler is got maybe four or five products, you know. 
mm-hmm. might be, you know, he might help you get some ladies. He might help you, you know, get you a car. <laughs> he he maybe get you a real bad loan. Yes. You know? <laughs> That's amazing. So, now, now, you you executive producer, a, a stand-up comedy show called uh, Who Got Jokes on TV One. Yes. And yes, a, a very talented lady appeared on your show back then, Tiffany Haddish. Who's yeah. now starred. Isn't that, it, that's what I love about life. You know, when you get to see the journeys, you know, somebody you introduced on your show to the world, to the world, yeah. Tiffany Haddish. And you, we all know what girls trip did for her career. And uh, she's exploded in, on the face. You know, when you, when you see things like that, cause she's not the only one you've introduced on that show to have that are turning pages and you've done, you know, the Shaq comedy, all stars and all these things. Talk about, mm-hmm. just, just talk about your, your, your influence, Bill Bellman. Just, because my, when I do the show, money making conversation, a lot of people, I, I have a key word. I say industry decision makers, people who influence yeah. the game. And you have, like yeah. I said, let's go all the way back to peppermint. When you mentioned yeah. all those names, Steve Harvey, Cedric, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, all those people who went through. And I told you, I knew. I stayed away from that club. I knew about Peppermint, brother. I wasn't going up there to get my feelings hurt. I wasn't going up there to get my feelings I, I knew about you. I said, and, and when I, you know, I only knew your name, Bill Bellamy. But when I saw you, I went, that dude? That dude was the host of Peppermint? This guy right here? And so I was expecting, because the, the, the club's reputation was so powerful, because he know. Everybody was coming to the club. Thugs were coming in that audience. Drug dealers were coming in that audience. It was a. It was criminals were sitting in that audience. So criminals <laughs> was laughing on Thursday night. That's what was crazy. Criminals, see, see. dudes that don't, that dudes that do harm every week, but on the Thursday they 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 put their gun down and buy a bottle and be up there laughing their butt off. It, it's a trip, man. Comedy, comedy and music is like a part of us that we gotta have. It's really crazy. Gotta, it's really crazy because he's telling the truth. I, you know, when I hosted Hip Hop Comedy Stop in Houston, and I'm telling you something, man, I used to look at people. I, I, people would laugh at me and shake my hands. I swear to you, on the other side of the door, I, I'd be nervous. But they were so infatuated with my talents as a stand-up. And when they would look at you, Bill, they would look at you like, man, I wish I could be you. Man, you yeah. the, you the man. But you know going like. You almost like, got a pass because they like that you make them laugh. Yes. Which, which is true. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yes, because. And the sad part about if you do stand up long enough, a host of color long enough, you stop seeing them. Either something happened to them or they got picked yeah. up or mm-hmm. something happened to them. So when you see a talent like a Tiffany Haddish Who you brought on the show And a number of other talents And you look at the state of stand-up comedy And you've done so many specials As a stand-up comedy Introduced as one of the rising stars of stand-up You're acting You're on radio as a host You, you, you host specials Be a Bellamy You look at your resume What do you tell a young talent Because you don't seem to say I can't do something. I'm willing to do it. But you said something that was really key. Rashawn, I do my homework. If somebody interviews me, I get to know who they are. So it's a relationship when we talk. Talk about that, Bill. I think what what, what people have to understand is success is not always uh, a happenstance or a coincidence. A lot of success um, comes from years of preparation, years of work ethic, years of concentration and focus on the thing that you want. Right. I knew I wanted to be a star before I became a star. You know, I knew that I was going to wear suits because I wanted to look different and look polished. Mm -hmm. I wanted to look successful. Mm -hmm. That was on purpose. Right. That, That was before it happened, though. Right. So just think 
I had it in my head that I'm looking at the landscape of comedy. Right. I'm like, how can I make a splash in a business that don't know me? I want people to see me and be excited. I want people to see me and be interested. So I presented myself as something that was good, something that was funny and something that was like, kind of like, what the heck is that? Right. Cause I, you know, I, I didn't look like, I look like everybody said, you look like you about to drop an R&B album, you know? Right, 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 right. <laughs> right. Look like, well, you know. so I was like, I ain't got, I, I was like, I can't sing, but I can slang these jokes. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so what ended up happening is, and what I can say to the younger or any business person or any entrepreneur is you got to have the vision for what you want to do and you have to supply a need that that's how you, that's how brands become huge. Yes. You supply something that doesn't exist. You create something and create a demand for it. Right. Right. Now, now you looking at you, you, you look at when I came out, nobody was wearing suits. Nope. Then everybody started trying to dress up. Yes. Then, and then, then, then there was no like really leading man looking comedians. It's just not, you know, except for Eddie Murphy. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when I came out, you know, everybody was like, well, who's that guy? And then yes. I started doing movies. Then I did how to be a player. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's real. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, you can be funny mm-hmm. and you can be charming and, and still be successful and you don't have to be considered you know a straight goofball because you are funny right so i found a way to make funny a business well you are you are a business you are a brand that's the i'm talking to bill bellamy you know his work i've in my early intro i said he has one of the most diverse acting resumes uh in hollywood stand-up comedy specials access hollywood co-hosting with rachel ray hbo's insecure game show host Way before, you know, Steve Harvey was doing game show hosts. Way before Michael Strahan or Anthony Anderson, you know, played a wide receiver in any given Sunday with Jamie Foxx. And like, again, uh, you know, Love Jones, which, you you know, I Love Jones is still one of my favorite movies that you performed in. And, uh, you know, those are those rich movies. And that's what you mentioned. You you feel this type of project will be similar, will impact people because I saw Harriet twice. So I know the quality and she deserved to be nominated for an Oscar in that particular yeah. movie in her role. And these are movies that they're not, they're not trying to, uh, they're not documentaries. These are, and this is yeah. entertainment, but it's told in a story that in a way, and I'm glad it's not a one-off Bill Bellamy. I'm right. glad it's a limited series. So, you know, you can, you can tell a beginning, middle and end, right? Yeah. And you get the chance to um, really get engulfed in the characters and what, I think people are going to love is the acting. They're going to love the story. They're going to love the motivation of this woman in the, at a certain time. And it's going to inspire guys and girls to be like, yo, man, look at what Madam C.J. Walker did in the early 1900s, all this racism and this and that and the other. And she made it happen. So what's your excuse? <laughs> you got, you got, you got smartphones, you got the internet, you got all kinds of stuff going on. You talking about, you can't make somebody yourself. Man, right. you better get out of here. Right. Right. You know, you, you left home. You, you just left home back then. You just left home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Madison J. Walker out here with no, no Wi-Fi. She ain't got nothing, no backup. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness, self-made. The Madam C.J. Walker story, starring my man Bill Bellamy, starts March twentieth on Netflix. It's a limited series. I got Netflix, so I definitely will be watching. Bill, thank you for coming on my show, my man. You know, you know from my heart, you're a special man. I love you. When I needed you to fill in for Steve on certain dates, I needed you for different. You never, never said no, Rashad, to where I need to be, brother. Whatever so, you need me, I got you, man. And I'm so happy to be a part of your success. Our stories are overlapping, obviously, but you're a hardworking dude, super smart man. I'm glad that you are doing things that are inspiring the culture and giving people hope and inspiration. So I love you for that, bro. And keep grinding. I will. You know that. You're listening to Money Making Conversation. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation uh, episodes, go to MoneyMakingConversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? There is a better way. Start the new year with otter.ai. Automatically get meeting notes. Otter.ai works for virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up on the web for free or download in the app stores. Otter.ai. That's O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen.